and welcome back to the hottest marriage show on our block. It's I, John D, and Kanika, aka Ooh. And Too Much Podcast. <laughs> hey, my love. Hello. Hey, um, how? What? What would you say your uh your one to ten? As far as overall stability in life, like if 10 is the supreme place to be, if it could ever be your baseline and five being, I don't want to say average. It is average. No, no, I don't want to say average because yeah, I don't want to say that Uh, to me. I feel like with you, I don't, I don't ever want, your average to be everybody else's average. Oh my god! Okay, so five is the horrible. No, I don't want to say that, but <laughs> it's okay. Tell me this: if is five uh, happy enough to be in a relationship? Oh, okay, that's what five is. No, I'm asking: is oh. it? Can you like be? In, can you be in a good relationship at a five? You could be in a relationship at a five. If, are you gonna rate it as good? I don't really know. That's like mm-hmm. at fifty percent. That's failing. No, in, no. In so school. okay, let's go with your way then. <laughs> so, so, so everybody else can understand. Five is average. Okay. I'd see because to me, I'd be like five is failing. Yeah, seventy percent. Let's say seven is seven is cool. Yeah. Okay. And we're trying to get your baseline to ten. What is your number currently today? Overall, the average, I mean, like the a culmination, I don't want to like, yeah, I want to know what it is, like if you average it all up. And what am I looking at? What exactly in my life am I grading? Where you are. Just in, in our relationship in or life. in life? Yeah, in life. I would say I'm an eight. An eight. Okay. When you say eight, how did you come up with that number? Well, number one, if you give me a survey, i rarely will ever put a 10 or uh-huh. I, I don't rate the highest because there's always something else that I don't know of that's gonna like make something great so I never rate anything as a 10 <clears throat> or I rarely I'll say that I rarely rate anything as a 10 but I know that there's more to do I know that there's more to do on my end I know that there's more to do collectively so I say eight because I like it. It feels good. I'm happy. I don't really think of anything that's, uh, well, okay, I'll say 8.5. I don't really feel like, but I feel like there's always room to grow. It is. There's a whole point and a half left. I know. He was, <laughs> like, what, he was like, put me at a nine. No, no, no. Eight and a half is cool. I just oh. want you to know, like, the whole, my intent is to get you at a 10 on the every day. Well, I think that part of, like I said, when we're talking about this, part of it is me. It's yeah. not, you, you know what I'm saying? But it's, you're still a part of a team. Yeah, but part of it is me, and I am not comfortable exactly with where I am. Mm-hmm. That's so good, I then. understand that there's room for my growth there, and then there's room for our growth together. So that 1.5, there's a lot of it that's me. And I'm learning more and more about me. And so I have to give that buffer to know that there's so much more that I could be doing and should be doing to grow. The 8.5 makes me feel comfortable saying there's room for you and I to grow and there's room for me to grow, which is going to push it 
over the edge. Because when you're great, then everything that you touch is going to be great. You it know is. what I mean? Absolutely. So, but I wouldn't rate myself thinking about myself overall. I'm definitely not as strong on that 10 scale as I would like to be. So I can't in turn make us as strong on that scale. I got you. You? I think so too. I'm like an eight and a half also. Um, and the reason why I say eight and a half, because I know there's so many things that we haven't experienced together, you know, mm-hmm. like the feelings of whatnot. And I know it can get better. I'm I'm only at an eight and a half because I know that it can improve. But I'm happy all the time. Like, it could be a nine. Like, I promise, I just, I didn't want to outshine you by telling it's you perfectly what you making me feel. Look, because I was sitting here like, first of all, you made me feel bad for my little eight and a half. I but, did. I didn't even try that either. Uh, I, 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 I respected it for real. <laughs> so, okay. So, you said you didn't want to outshine me, but you feel like a nine. Yeah, well, probably. I think the other thing is, is that you are always actively on your path of growth. Whereas me, I feel more stagnant. Like I'm just now kind of waking up, wiping the cold out my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because you were doing all the real work to make the house look like it's supposed to. Well, if you look at the living room and how it's a whole bunch of plaster <laughs> everywhere, I don't know if I made the house look the way. <laughs> but no, I'm I will... talking about the house as far as the functioning of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then there's that. But, um, yeah, you can you can own your nine and live your live your best and say shine on your nine, sir. I'm excited about just the growth in our relationship. And you know, I never thought about it before. Mm-hmm. But what 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 trips me out is that I really thought it was supposed to get like this without work. Like I thought we would just like interact enough. Yeah. And then like one day we would be like this. Be like, oh. Well, you know, one thing like this that really got me just now is I said, wipe the coal out of my eyes and you didn't even. Because you know what? I was really trying to learn you and you want me to uh, talk about Christopher Wallace. I, I was like, he didn't even jump on that. Because you know what? I Because like, I could have said sleep, I'm but so, I didn't. I'm trying to <sighs> be more present in the message I'm supposed to receive. Yeah. And, you know, and I have a, a like just imagine if I did start rapping and we got off a different tangent. <laughs> I was over here ready to do my little rock, but it wasn't. My bad. I'm doing better. I will do better. Um, so I, I brought you on here because I want to know what have you learned the most from your first interaction with me until today about relationships? But I really want uh, you to think about, like, because you being at an eight and a half, that's awesome, especially at this part in the game. You know what I'm saying? We'll be 16 this year. We've known each other over 20 years. Like, we, we, we know each other to the point where we enjoy each other's company. But what have you learned? I, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I was about to say, what I learned, that you only need one person in a relationship for it to work. If a person likes you enough, they'll do their best to let you catch up. (laughs) Like somebody's going to like somebody more than the other. And if things get really tough, if somebody doesn't like the person enough to deal with the other person, that's why the relationship breaks. I was just thinking about like our relationship when it got tough for you or rocky for you. Like I wasn't trying to improve the relationship. I thought what I was doing was enough and it wasn't enough, but. 
you weren't trying to move on or anything. But I think over the course of time, you was like, I can't keep doing this. And I think when the rose switch was when you were like, felt like you were burnt out. And I was like, I'm going to do everything. If you can just outlast her stubbornness and show her, it'll all work out. So I was just thinking like two people, the relationship will not work. But one person can keep the relationship going. Oh, if two people aren't willing, you mean? Yeah, if two people aren't, yeah, there's no way it can work. Yeah. But you only need one person to keep a relationship going. Okay. Yeah, I hear that. Um, Yeah, sometimes people run out of juice. Yeah, and you know, and I think they run out of juice because they're poor communicators. Because they're expecting somebody to fix something that they probably don't even know that they're doing. It's definitely a relay sometimes. You want to get to the point where you're running side by side, but sometimes it does feel like. I think a lot of the beginning of what we did was a relay. What was the question directly that you asked? What is one thing? What What did you get out of this for relationships from when you first met me to this day? What have you learned? I've learned that I was definitely caught up in who you were as far as on surface level like conversations were fun and you were cute and you know the other things we used to do would be really fun and I really felt like I wanted to like this is I want him this is who I want to marry but what I realized was I was not marrying that person I was marrying your hurts from your mom I was marrying the bad examples from your dad Mm. I was marrying a family that was you know it was like I married you and your family I and what's crazy is I didn't even really know your young I didn't know any of your siblings for real for real until after you and I were tied up with the day like I'd met your dad, I'd met your sisters and 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 your grandmother. I met all of that. But I you never really shared other than the the that key experience when you were young. You never really I never really looked at how the family worked. And I never really understood the impact I don't think I even understood the impact looking at my family growing up, how my dad's family might have impacted my life growing up. I don't know really what my mom allowed into for us to know what was happening versus what she was dealing with. But I learned that in getting married, you are marrying your person. You're marrying what that family has impacted on that person. You've married Every person in that family, for someone like me, then that means that those other people in that family, whatever's going on with them, is important to me too. And now I got to get in there, and if somebody needs heavy lifting, I need to be willing to do that. Because if I love you, I love them. And if I want you to be right, then I want them to be right. I didn't know But I've learned and I've learned and loved hard your family. I really, really do. But when I got married, I thought I was marrying this cute dude that I had met on campus, not even on campus at his apartment. I thought I was marrying 
the funny part. I thought I was marrying the lively part. I thought I was marrying the passionate part. But I married everything. Even the stuff you didn't want to let me see. Even the stuff we... We never gotten the opportunity to be put in a position where I would see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think 50% of my marriage is not even really you. It's the impact of everyone in your family on you. Mm. So who you are at the core has been tainted by your parents' decisions and tainted by your lack of connection with other family to support you with that. And in turn, I'm going to say you married all of what I was impacted by with my dad. The survival or defense mechanisms my mom taught me by watching her deal with my dad. All of my hurts, so it's the same way. I felt when you get married, it's not just two people get married because they love each other. And this is, I could see myself with you for the rest of my life. I have learned when you get married, you're marrying that person and everybody that has vomited all of their hurt on that person. Everybody that has done the best that they could, but the impact and the example has tainted the core of my person. And even people now, you know, as family goes along, how it comes into the household, just because we love everybody out there. And so we've stretched to kind of support those outside of us, but it comes back into our home and it's new stuff that we need to manage. And so That's what I've learned about marriage over time. Like, I married you, but you used to show me at your very best. You used to try to show me who John was just as John. But I realized how much, like, as we've gone through life, I I could, like, subtract certain parts when I got the whole story. That's not even John. That's David Jr. That's not John right there. That's John. Now I see you more at the core of who you are when I can see what stories have impacted you and what's gone on. You're not who I married. Oh, I know. But. Am I I, anything that that you like, like, I guess it's kind of like like late now, but like, is there anything that reminds (laughs) you like of that part? Yeah. I mean, you're still easy to laugh and smile. You still love to talk. I remember when I met you, John used to talk in third person if you if you didn't do what he liked. So I remember he was like, what? I'm John D. You you are you telling me that you don't want to talk to John D like you're ignoring John D. And I was sitting here like, who is this fool that keeps saying this? Because John, I was like, wow. So but when I first met you and, you know, John. He had a lot of female friends on campus and I could tell. And I was like, eh, I don't really want to be involved in that kind of stuff because I don't I, I I liked there was one particular person that he had some involvement with that. I liked her and I didn't get along with girls very well. And so because I liked her and we got along well, I was like, I'm not messing that up. 
So no, nah, we don't we don't need to never mind. We don't need to talk, even though he was super cute. And I was like, oh, I really like his, you know, his energy. He was fun. He was unpredictable. It was all really cool. But I was like, no, I'm straight. This dude said, I don't know how you ignoring me. (laughs) Don't nobody ignore Johnny. And he called me consistently. He said he was going like we're in a. uh, I don't I don't know when you got my number. You got my email the first time we met. And we were in a party. This man took my shoe and ran off into the crowd. And I just looked like, what what was I supposed to do with that? Even with that, we still exchanged numbers at some point. He would call me and talk to me for hours. And it would be great conversation. You're still him. I don't, um, you're not the attention seeker you used to be. I didn't care about that part as much. I cared about the liveliness, the energy you had, but not that you were drawing everybody's attention. Because you know I ain't like drawing attention. The long conversations, just exploring somebody. That was the first time I had experienced that with a guy in college. I And nothing was going on physically between us. You were just calling and we were talking for hours. I thought that was great. And I get that. As you can see, I know that that's you. You like to know. You like to understand people. You like to um, exchange ideas. That's still you. Your energy, you're still, you like to joke and you like to play. Now you're more thoughtful about how you make people feel when you do it. So that proves, I knew you had a really good heart. So that good heart kind of helped to calm down that negative play you used to have. But it's still you. You know what I'm saying? Just not the negative part. Yeah. So a lot of your, who your core characteristics, they, they shine through regardless of where you are. It was just like um, my best friend was here and she hasn't really sat down and hung with us at all since John has been back. And when we talked after um, he left, she said, he's still John. (laughs) And I said, he is, he's still John. And she was like, but he's not. You kept everything that was true to you, but you really did like, you started sloughing off the stuff that was more of your, how your world impacted you. Mm. And I think that, I mean, I still love the things I loved about you. I still have them. I didn't know if I was going to for a second, but you, you're definitely still your, the same person. That's good to know. Cause uh, I was looking like the person that I was when you met, like I was just, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I think I was still maturing in the scrotum. Oh I just happen to be an adult. Yeah. That's how just in an adult body, just doing whatever. Just being I, like, a wild kid. Yeah, yeah, just being out here fooling. But, um, yeah, that's that's cool. Like, like I always wanted to know that because uh, I've changed so much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you even thought about it. Like, when you think about that I didn't try to have sex with you, mm-hmm. do you understand why? No. Okay, when I'm talking in the third person, do you understand why? No. <laughs> That always threw me. So I like looking back now, I've I have been handsome a long time. And when I say that <laughs> women women make me feel that way. Okay. I've learned that you should not act like you're attractive because it looks like you're conceited. Right. So I got away from the idea of me expressing it, but I knew that women treated me differently from my friends mm-hmm. like I, I noticed that 
typically in college, women they had it. They had a motive. They wanted to get to know me, but some of them moved faster. They wanted to like have sex. Mm-hmm. You weren't really interested in that. Like you weren't even trying to like talk to me. Like I didn't understand that part. <laughs> like this dude, I just didn't. Like to me, I was like, maybe she's worth getting to know. <laughs> Cause this one, I don't get it. It didn't like, like I, to me, I, 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 my presentation was the same for everybody and you didn't seem like you were interested in it and it didn't make sense to me. Like when I'm getting to know you, like, like I wasn't really interested in that. I would have had sex with you Mm -hmm. if you would have tried, but I wasn't interested. I like, I'm not ever, that's not even me unless that somebody says, this is my intention at that time. Mm -hmm. Like I want to do that. Then I know. But if I don't know, I'm not trying. <laughs> I don't want you to feel like that's what I'm for. Like I was really like that. So if you weren't talking about it, that ain't even like I enjoy your company anyway. So why would I force something that I like? We don't even have to do that for real. Like to hear that that was a scheme to get you. I was just like, they really don't know who I am. Like, I really don't care. Like, it's not that serious to me. And I was like, if it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. The way that I was acting with you is just because I just felt like you were treating me differently. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely made that known. Yeah. But, I mean, it ended up working out because looking at it, like, I can say this. I don't know if we would have had sex sooner, what could have happened. But I know that I enjoyed your conversation. It was enough for me to feel like, She's going to be somebody when she grow up. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you don't, like, like, I will say, like, I, in my mind, I would try to mess with only women that I felt like that was going to do something, you know, like, at least be, like, access to society. Mm. Like, there were definitely conversations where people were like, man, I'll give me a hood rat. And I was like, so many bad things can happen from that. I need a hood rat. They don't even, like there's a song for that. Like, like honestly, I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I was like, if any mistake happens, like you don't ever want to tell anybody that you were caught. <laughs> well, you 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 were caught because <laughs> you got a baby <laughs> by somebody that you should not have been messing around with. So I did. I tried my best to do those things, but when it just came to you, it was just. It was different. And, um, like, yeah. I mean, I, I approached all of those relationships, like, in a, in the most um, gentleman way, unless the woman made me feel like it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be approached that way. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I'd, I wouldn't get hints. Mm-hmm. So I felt like they're going to have to just be blatant with it mm-hmm. or we're just going to just be friends. <laughs> we're going to just talk because I'm not going to – you're not going to be like, oh, he only wanted to do this. <laughs> No, mm-hmm. I'm not that person. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I appreciate <laughs> you sharing that because, um, I, like I said, I, I still only want to get better. But I was like, how much did I change was important to me because I remember when I first pod started podcasting, OC was like, hey, man, I think you, you, you're, you're going to be okay, but I don't see the giant that I know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that. And like every time over the course of the years and even today, I understand the giant that people be talking about. Mm-hmm. It was just that that giant really had no filter and he wasn't thinking it was just it was the fun. Well, I think the other thing is, is that you 
when you first started, you really weren't you weren't even showing your core characteristics. You I couldn't like, because I didn't know what was acceptable. Yeah. You now I feel like those things can come back out. Before you were just like it looked like somebody was holding you hostage. <laughs> and you were you were Oh, it felt like that. Being a bot. Because I didn't want to say anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be held accountable. Like gosh. Yeah, I know. And so to watch you then, I was like, who is that supposed to be? I don't even know. Like, you were so, it was like, if Wet Blanket was a name, a person, <laughs> it would be you. And then, I mean, you you couldn't. You were, I didn't even recognize who you were either. You yeah. know, trying to learn how to be yourself without being those things that you felt were negative you could see how hard it was for you to figure that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to do that then and not with us as much. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but uh, anybody want to give a shout out before we get out of here? No. I um, want to give a shout out to everybody. You know, um, I know your days don't always look the best, but keep trying and put that effort in because the more effort you put in, the better your results become. And, if you haven't ever really tried hard, how do you know what you can really do? So I suggest everybody to put in that effort that your your teachers or your parents was trying to tell you when you was a kid why they were trying to tell you. And now you found this level of comfort. So push that effort and see what you could really create. Y'all make today better than yesterday. Don't worry about anything you can't control. G-A-T-A. Get after that action or that action will get after you. Be great on purpose. Boom.